Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they have a branch right behind the Steelers facility on the south side that Dale Ollie and I make a habit of frequenting. I was just there, as a matter of fact, earlier on this day after covering the Steelers practice. I'm joined from Hendersonville, Tennessee, by the one, the only, Ramon Foster. Ramon, as soon as we got on, you yes. started asking questions about the offensive line. It's just who you I are. Did. You started, like, right away. I was like, can we at least hit record? And you're like, no, no, no. What's going on with the offensive line? Yeah. So what is going uh, I on did, with man, the offensive line? It, it is important to me because that we we're learning as a whole of fans of being football. That can be the lifeline of your team. A lot of different things going on, especially in this, this uh, offense-heavy league that we're in right now. Yeah, defense still runs supreme. And, and like the, the Steelers defense for sure is a very strong defense. So it's not questions there really, you know, it's, it's really just right. about what it is. What it, it's all about the offensive line. It is. Yeah. That's the questions everybody has going into Monday night about the Steelers is what about the offensive line? Because if you think about it now, you've got a new right tackle yep. in, in Zach Banner. By all accounts, Dave's not going to play. David DeCastro is not going to play Monday I saw night. That. So you're going to have Stefan Wisniewski, whose last game was the Super Bowl, to be fair. And that's okay. That's okay, but it's new. You have Marquise <laughs> at center. Uh, you're you're going to have Matt Filer moving to your old position at left guard. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have uh, Alejandro Villanueva, of course, at left tackle, but maybe with a little bit of chooks over there too. So there's some moving pieces. It is. It's a lot of moving pieces and not in a bad way because you have a whole lot of experience behind it. What, what we're dealing with is just the uncertainty of, of nobody's been in these positions before. Matt's played in games. He's got a whole season as good as the starter, but he hasn't played left guard against another team. Cam, I'll say this too, Cam, Cam Hayward is a guy that you want to practice against to get you ready, <laughs> okay? I'll say that. But adjusting to having live tape on meaning the world watching you in an away game on Monday Night Football, that, that can be a lot to take in for a new guy there, which Matt should do fine. But, of course, you got to ask questions. And then you have two new starters at right tackle. Like, and, and now you got to deal with the aspect of Wisniewski being settled in with either Zachary, the troops right there, and their chemistry and their communication and in the middle of all of this is Marquise, who's I'm sure is used to communicating with, uh, with, with Matt right now. But at right guard, you might have Dave out, as we alluded to. And you communication is good, but you don't want too much also, you know? Yeah, that's, but that's the question that I have for you is, you know, I know it's not a, a normal road atmosphere, to say the least. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be covering a football game in an empty 82,500-seat bowl. Uh, yeah, it, and it's huge, too. 
Oh, it, and it feels big too with those, it those does. giant, those black and gray seats that just seem to climb for an eternity. You know that place. Um, yes. I, picturing it empty for an NFL game just blows the mind. But, but it is a different setting. But I'm trying to picture too. You mentioned communication. Uh, who does that? Because it's not Marquise. You know, who, who does no. that communicating? Who's going to be working with Ben? It'll, it'll be Marquise giving stuff before they get to the line okay. to say if they're going to have to be able to use the tapper as far as somebody getting the yeah, snap yeah. count. If, if I was to guess, I would say Matt just simply because the left guard has like traditionally done it the last 10 years or whatever. So I yeah, think your, it'll be your neck is Matt still feeling do. that for anybody who doesn't remember. This is when <laughs> Ramon would get up and turn all the way around to say, to, to signal something to Ben in the road stadiums. <laughs> but it, it, I think it works better from an experience standpoint because Matt's done it before. And also the, the secret behind the stand up and, and getting back down to your stance is it allows the right tackle to be able to see the person getting back down. I, I know a lot of people, well, they know the snap count, the timing of our you know, movement is what's most important. It's not about what the defense knows. It's if we get off at the same time, as far as the, the guy who's tapping the center, then everything is golden in our world. How do you feel about Banner winning that job? Um, I like both of them. I love both of them. Both of them, I've communicated with both him and and Oh, he did? Uh, this camp. Yeah, I tried to stay away from Zach a little bit just simply because I know how Zach is. Zach needs to be in his space. He got off social media, so I took that as a, as a point to be like, you know what, I'm going to take off from him too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, and, and that was one of the things I wanted him to do too. Like, he was very social media heavy, you know, the earlier part of camp. And I was just like, okay, now is the time for you to hone in on your craft. Like, yeah. I'm all and he did. For and he did. He, he did. Said, uh, he said he promised that he'd be, sh- he'd be in radio silence for the duration of camp. And he was, of course, the first time he pops up is to basically – you know, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I love that about him. And I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of guys being able to express themselves on social media. But I'm also a believer if you're a young guy trying to prove a point, you do got to kind of show the organization that you're serious about what you're doing too, or is this just a show to you? Is he good like, enough? Is he good enough to exactly. be a starting NFL right tackle? No, I'm asking you that. Is he good is he? enough? Yes. Very talented. Uh, okay. They track those guys from mm-hmm. – so Zach is one of those top uh, ESPN rivals, scout.com, top yeah. premier All-Americans coming out, and they do a tracking of those guys. And Zach has been a, a top talented guy for a long time. It's just with him, his opportunities and the seriousness about his profession is what's been his issue. Do I think he can get the job done? Absolutely. Him versus Chuk, it's really a toss-up. But one has attributes, the other doesn't. And it's which one you want to highlight more than the others, what it boils down to. And I had a talk with uh, Chooks a little bit about, you know, not being an outright starter just now. And I had to say to him, hey, I've been in that position before. I know exactly what you're feeling, what you're going through. Your job right now is to keep your head down and keep rolling. You know, and, and I don't think there's anything that's too secretive that I could tell him about that other than I've been there. I had to sit behind. I wrote an article about it. You mm-hmm. know, I wrote a column about it. That's just got to be your mindset because, as I said before, Coach Tomlin's a very intricate thinker. He's two steps, three steps ahead of people sometimes. And I am, I'm not going to say that he did name Zach on purpose to 
you know, say that he's not deserving of it or Chuk's not deserving of it. But I know for sure they're going to be watching him to see how he reacts, see if he digs his head into a hole or does he start coming later to the weight room. Like, it's, it's little things that separate guys from being in this league. <laughs> you lose a position, okay, how does he react? Does he change up? It's, it's a very intricate league on, on how – it's a very intricate method on how you stay in the league. So I was at practice today. And we're not allowed to talk about what we see at practice. We're not allowed to get into details or whatever. And so I obviously won't do that. However, yeah. however, <laughs> however, I'm watching a player and I hadn't committed everybody's numbers to memory. Okay. From the, the yeah. Heinz field portion of camp. And I kind of like it that way because I don't want a <laughs> preconceived notion. Do you know what I'm saying? Let your number jump out to me. Yes. Okay. You follow? Yeah. In other words, I don't want to watch your number just because I know where you were drafted or whatever else. Yeah. So So I I have a situation like that where people always like, well, who are you? I'm like, I prefer it that way. Let me impress you with who I am before you assume. With what I'm doing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Impress you with what I'm talking So I'm watching this drill which might or might have not involved your starting franchise quarterback. And <laughs> he might or might not have dropped back to throw this deep ball to this player. And I'm starting yeah. to – there's this number, and I, I just kind of made a mental note of it. I don't know who this – I don't know who this number is, okay? And I don't know why I had Marcus Wheaton in my head, which is crazy. Marcus has been gone for a long time, but I just had Marcus Wheaton in my head. So yeah. I'm watching. There's, there's that number again. There's that number. Whoa, look at that play. So without giving away the farm here and breaking all the rules, this was somebody wearing Marcus Wheaton's old number. Yeah. Who might, who might or might not have been the franchise's top pick in the most recent draft whose number I didn't know going into this. And I got to tell you, he's legit. He is really, he is legit. He will be on the field. I'm not telling you anything that, that Randy Feetner hasn't said publicly that Ben Roethlisberger hasn't said publicly that Mike Tomlin hasn't acknowledged publicly. Chase Claypool is going to be on the field that for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That says a lot, especially I, I don't want to call you a critic, but people who judge or known or seen sports. You've seen guys come through. You've seen Mexico yeah. come through. You've seen Santonio. You've seen Martavis. You've seen Mike Wallace. And I'm sure in seeing those, Antonio, of course, just you go down that line of, of guys, you're like, okay, well, this guy is probably going to do something. Emmanuel Sanders is another oh, yeah. one of them dudes, I'm sure, that popped out like that. You're not wrong in your assessment and saying, hey, there might be something there that might be a missing link to let's say, I don't know if a deep ball threat or just a big body wide receiver. That's eight, that from what you're alluding to, I'll say it. Ben has become very relational with this guy is what you're saying. Ben I has am saying friendly. that the, I am saying that there was a connection there and it was frequent. Now, Another of Ben's receivers was absent from practice, and that I actually cannot divulge in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So that might have resulted in more throws toward this 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 uh, guy wearing Marcus Wheaton's number, 
but <laughs> but it it, it it looked natural and and it has it did whenever I was at Heinz Field too. Uh, ben yeah. finds this kid. Ben likes you know what throwing to him. I, 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 me knowing Ben, I'll say this too. Ben is one of those guys. I'm sure most quarterbacks are. Reps are at a premium, meaning you know mm. using your arm is just like your ace pitcher. You don't want your ace doing anything anything outside of his realm of his warm up, his procedures of getting ready for the weekend for the game. Ben being friendly to a young guy like this says a lot about Ben's trust to a guy like that. Like, that's something that he know he can build on. Ben's getting comfortable with getting him to run the routes the way he wants him to. The playbook says run it this way. Ben will tell you, hey, if I look at you, if you see me do this, you run you, it this you way. way. <laughs> hey, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so him getting friendly with him, Somebody else's misfortune is somebody else's gold mine, okay? And yeah. that's what's happened with this young kid, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's right. all yeah. right because as far as Ben's longevity in his league, him building relationships and rapport for young receivers, we don't know what's going to happen with Juju next year. You know, right. like James James happened, uh, James Washington is a guy that, that has the ability, but we're still waiting a little bit. You know, so because of that, Ben is getting real friendly with guys that he needs to. And you lose Switzer this year, uh, you know, <laughs> shocker to me, too. But that's the type of stuff that Ben needs to help him push towards that Lombardi. And I know he's just trying to build it up. Like I said, I, I don't want to call it a revenge tour that he's on, but he's out to prove something, you know. Yeah, and 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 good for him for recognizing that uh, in spite of this this young man's complete inexperience, I mean, he's going to yeah. take the NFL field on Monday night without ever even having taken a snap in preseason. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, 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 again, a lot of this stuff just blows the mind. But uh, and Randy Feetner brought it up again after this practice. He said that this, uh, you know, this player showed up with the right. Uh, approach. He has trusted his mind and his body to make it mm -hmm. through this training camp. Of course, the rookies had to show up a little bit earlier, a week early. So he's been put through more than most of the veterans have. Uh, good for him, man. You know? And you know him. what? It's, it, and, and I'll say this too. Uh, COVID has probably allowed a, a few things to happen. COVID has, has kind of put people in a box where there's not a lot of, oh, let's go to the mall or let's go out until on the south side when camp breaks, or let's just go out and kick it. Because now it's, 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 it's forcing, I think, this young group of guys to be pros. They have nothing else to do. One of them catch a, a, a case of, of COVID, they're, I mean, they lose a lot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. him being in this era right now of COVID may have been a benefit for him. And I'm sure a, a, a couple other guys that, Mm -hmm. that we'll see moving forward. Like, that was one of the things that we did. Like, camp breaks, yes. Civilization again. Like, yeah, they no, not for these luxury. guys. No, they don't. No, they By the way, still I, zero, zero positive tests for the I'll Pittsburgh Steelers. take it, man. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this season, for the players, because there's so much uncertainty. But, like, it's the young guys having an opportunity with no preseason – um, that's encouraging to hear. Another thing that was observed 
at this practice. And I'm only okay to talk about it because Ben Roethlisberger spoke openly about it the day before and acknowledged that mm -hmm. Matt Canada has had a significant impact. Ben's words were his fingerprints will be all over this offense. Yeah. Uh, mostly through a lot of motion and side to side yeah. and college stuff and everything else. Um, I am here to confirm that this is the case. Um, it's hard to recognize, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Now, this is the question that I'm going to put to you here, and it, it might not be the most comfortable one, but yeah, were the Steelers lacking this? Were the Steelers lacking that deception factor, that, that misdirection or whatever? Because there wasn't any play action really in the offense. There wasn't that much, we're trying to fool you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. That's a really good question about our offense because for the longest, our offense was pumping. Like, yep. no matter what, we're putting up numbers. Ben is putting up numbers. Like, receivers sending two to the Pro Bowl. Right? I mean, you name all the accolades. You didn't need to trick anybody. You didn't need to trick anybody. But I think what's happening now, not in the sense that the Steelers needed it, I just think – Everybody and it might be a lot more teams that do it needed to see if it was going to work. What what the team I think of is what San Francisco was doing, the motions, moving guys, disguising. I think teams needed to see that, and I don't want to call uh, the Steelers a copycat team, but it is a copycat league. Yep, and Kyle you Shanahan think, did it, got it, did it, and 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 made it work. And it was efficient as With ever. a really mediocre quarterback, I might add. I can say that because you're not that mean. But, with a, I mean, he, he got that team to yeah. the Super Bowl with a really mediocre quarterback. Yeah, and then you got to look at, again, we're talking about a young rookie wide receiver that's a – it seems to be a, a solid tool. At least he's above the line and what you've seen so far. Mm -hmm. You couple that with two tight ends that are listed as co-starters right now on offense yes. with – uh, running backs that have speed, power, and agility, and a and a quarterback that doesn't have to do much but send guys in motion, sit back, drop, throw the ball, or hand it off. Like it was needed. It was one of those things that you catch up to the times a little bit. You know, bringing in uh, Coach Canada, okay, Canada, right? I'm right. Mm -hmm. Is is something that youthfulness is good. Change is good. Some people are probably going to say, what are they doing on offense the same way they treated when I used to tap? Like, they know what you're going to do. But this deception is a good thing for this offense. Uh, and capitalizing on anything outside the norm for what Pittsburgh has been known for, because teams, well, if we stop this play, then we got them. No, oh, well, yeah, 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 right. You know, now they're at a point, well, okay, you got to have the right personnel on the field to handle all the motions that you say or Ben said they're doing because if you don't you know how Ben gets all right you don't have the right person there well let me dice you apart like <laughs> that's what we have to look forward to this year that is a I'm gonna just say it's a sexy thing okay that is <laughs> well it is it's, it's a it's a luxury but at the same time look if you have this uh, diversification of, of weaponry if you will uh, yeah. with you could go out there, we've talked about it, you and I, with the two tight end set and go mm -hmm. out with this big looking formation. Uh, you can throw out Anthony McFarland into that mix as a, as a, as a fast guy 
Everybody yeah. brings all their big bodies out to counter your two tight ends, and he squirts right through all of them for 74 yards. Uh, you could also bring on not just three wides. You could bring out four wides. Uh, you could go with an empty yeah. set. You could do a lot of different things. Why not take that to the next level and deceive mm -hmm. the hell out of the opponent? And, and, and Run all over the place before the snap, you know? Easy. And, and not only that, but you're dealing with, okay, and this is respect to Shea, paying homage to him with his retirement. You have, a, you have defenses that, that's got to go against this offense. They might have one linebacker that can cover a tight end, a Kittle, a, a, a Vance, a Ebron. Mm -hmm. Nobody has two of those, Shea's ears, okay? No, 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 Nobody no. Nobody have two. Including like Pittsburgh. Said, including you're Pittsburgh. Have, I mean, yes, Vinny can yes, drop. Nobody, Vinny can drop, but it's not the same. But it's not a Shazier coverage, you know what I'm saying? You can. No. There's a team out there with probably one type of Shazier, but you don't have two. So, like you said, if you're going to cover Vance and Ebron, well, you got to put a corner. Well, guess what? I've seen even on social media that what have the tight ends been working on every day in pre-practice? Run blocking. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, if you put both of them in with a small corner, that's a run game all day long. Yeah, man. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And I, I think I think so, gonna, I, I think you're going to see a lot of the tight to what you're saying here. Uh, again, not giving anything away from practice uh, in, in public here, but the tight ends uh, have been under all kinds of pressure from the head coach directly, not from Coach Daniel, mm -hmm. from the coach directly uh, about blocking, run blocking, run blocking, run blocking. He wants to see them yep. knocking people over. Uh, yep. And, and I'm, I'm sure that's not an accident. You know, when he yeah. comes over, when the head coach is hanging out by the sleds half the practice. I hated that. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what I'm saying, right? Yes. I know exactly. When we were, like, finally, like, growing up, maybe the last year of, let's say, Coach Coobs, you know, like, when Coach T was, like, coming down to the drills before we got Coach Munch and stuff like that, I'm like, man. This is the worst individual I've ever endured in my life because you gotta <laughs> overperform in front of the head coach. It's yeah, one thing to get sucks. scrutinized by your position coach, okay? Coach Coos will be on us, and when Coach Munch got in and he saw that Coach Munch was filming every single drill that we did, he's like, "All right, this guy, he he knows what he's doing, and he's if I can't it, see yeah. it live, I'm gonna watch it on film." You yeah. know, so that scrutiny of Coach Tomlin watching. The tight ends says a lot about what he expect. Steelers versus Giants. What you got? I got Steelers easy. Really? I hate to say it. I know Saquon is, it be, is because, good. Is it, is it because they'll get after Daniel Jones? I mean, I'm not overcomplicating this. Yeah, no. Daniel Jones has still got to prove it a little bit to me. I don't know many guys that he's throwing to. I think Golden Tate is there right now. Mm -hmm. um, but you still got Steve and you got Joe on the outside. Just simply that defense up front is solid as it can be. And the offense is, I think, a little bit too much or whatever uh, New York is going to say. I could be wrong because everybody is probably a little um, raw right now coming out of camp in their first live action. But I see Pittsburgh winning. It's probably 27-7 maybe, something like there that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to – it's going to trend in that direction, that's for sure, especially with the, the defense. And then, you know, ideally, 
uh, for the offense, Ben and everybody just kind of gets on track, just get enough, just get, get some kind of rhythm, get some kind of feel for what you yeah. want to do, you know? And that's going to be the biggest thing, like you said, watching him catch a rhythm. The first 10 or 15 players is going to be scripted. After that, you settle in, run in the play. We're going to – I'm excited. I'm going to be honest. I know, I right? I know. I am too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for football in general. Period, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm super excited, man. So this should be fun starting Thursday night.